Hey everyone, uh, so excited that you guys are able to be with us tonight. Uh, I'm very excited because we have a very special uh, guest here with us, Eric Hoffman, uh, who is the uh, director of Speed the Light for the Assemblies of God. Uh, but if you're part of Excel for a number of years, you already know Eric. Eric is family. Eric has been um, a part of Illinois for several years, the, before he became even the DYD, then he was the DYD, and led our district into a great opportunity and movement when it comes to Speed the Light and missions, among other things. And now he's a uh, director of Speed the Light. I always joke around, though, that because I got to know Fat Eric, that we get special privileges. And so Eric has been on Zoom call after Zoom call trying to promote our June 30th one-day give. He has been all over the place trying to get that situated. And he squeezed some time in. I'm convinced because we know Fat Eric. And so we get those special privileges, and I am so honored and blessed because to me, this isn't just the director or any bigwig that some people might be really excited to know. This is my friend, and uh, my prayer is that he'll always be my friend. And so, Eric, I love you. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us and share your heart on our one-day give and on what's going on. And uh, we're just happy to have you home, buddy. Thanks, man. And uh, if you guys are looking for a bigwig, then I need to get off here because uh, – because I'm not that guy. And, uh, you know, Joey and I have been doing ministry for a lot of years together. And uh, he and Cicely are truly friends. Um, but even more than that, like, we look at XL as family. Uh, I know it's a place that I can always walk into and feel like I never skipped a beat. So, and I'll share more about that in a moment. Love it, buddy. Uh, so when we were talking about what we were going to share a little bit about tonight, you know, I really want to emphasize um, what we're doing June 30th, Speed the Light. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of kids that know you, but there's some of us that are new, uh, some that are new to Speed the Light and what that all is. So can you give me a little history behind uh, Speed the Light, how it started, what, what we do, what that looks like, why we're raising all this money on June 30th? Uh, just a little backstory on Speed the Light. Yeah, you know, what's amazing, Joey, the more that I uh... – the longer I'm in this position, the more I find out about it. So even yesterday, I found something out about Speed Light that I never even knew. But the backstory is in 1944, Ralph Harris, who was working here at headquarters, had a dream that God could use this generation during his time to spark a movement of generosity. And God put upon his heart, what would it look like to find 100,000 students from across the nation through, uh, you know, back then, it wasn't even youth ministries. It was called CAs. Uh, Christ ambassadors. I mean, can you imagine if, if youth ministries, hey, come to church. Hey, come be a part of Christ ambassadors. You know, that, and the uniqueness of that, it wasn't even just young people. Okay, the age demographic in that was 12 to 35. Yeah. So as we were looking at the demographic 12 to 35 to find 100,000 people across our nation to give $100, okay, or to give $1, I'm sorry, to Speedlight, and ultimately, uh, lead this movement of generosity to raise 100,000 permissions. And it worked so well that they continued on with that. They, they hit 100,000. And then I found out yesterday that, like, they put out to the nation this movement of generosity. They, they didn't even know what to call it, Joey. So they put out to the time, okay, before fine arts even, even, even became something in the Assemblies of God, it was still happening. It was called something totally different. So they put out to students to come up with a name for this program of generosity to where a young lady in New Mexico came up with the name Speed the Light. Okay, so, so this has been a youth movement from the very beginning of, of the, the uh, formation of this thing. And what's neat is that the phrase unconventional like what was more unconventional than a group of students leading a movement of generosity on the tail end of World War II? <laughs> okay, 
Like, and then all of a sudden, let's fast forward now to the year 2020 to where we we're still trying to be generous, but it's not World War II, it's a pandemic. It's not World War II, it's rioting. It's not World War II, it's protesting. Like we're still doing this, like this generation, but what started out as a $100,000 dream has become a $330 million possibility, wow. okay, of generosity over the past 70, almost 76 years now. So that's how Speed of Light came into being, you know, in the beginning. Uh, it was about equipping missionaries with uh, vehicles. You know, it's, it's much like if we were to say, okay, listen, there's a fire in Chicago, and I need you to take off running with this bucket of water and put it out. Even though we have this entire container here to put that fire out, but we don't have the fire truck to get the water there. So you need to run back and forth as many times as you can, carrying buckets of water to put that blaze out. When we have what is necessary and needed to put that fire out, but we just don't know how to get it there. And in the beginning, it was the airplanes. Like if I, let me see. So behind me, you can't see it, but on the top shelf is a propeller. Uh, that propeller was from the first airplane ever purchased by Speed Light. Like there's an amazing story that goes with that. And I don't have time to share it with you, but just knowing that from the very beginning, man, God's been in this movement of generosity and it's gone from vehicles for missionaries and vehicles include motorcycles to automobiles to boats to airplanes to camels sound equipment okay because a lot of our missionaries are going into remote villages okay and they have to be able to hook a sound system up to a battery powered unit so they go in there and they can project the gospel so speed like community uh, transportation communication and then what i'm most excited about is the compassionate demonstration okay because what happens is our God is a creative God, Joey. Okay, we look around and you see his extravagance everywhere. Okay, he's extravagant, he's creative. That if you, you cannot even begin to doubt that when you look at the things on this earth. And yeah. now we have men and women that are going into hard to reach areas or never reached areas and they have to be creative in their approach. So now Speed the Light is partnering with ministries like Free International that rescues young ladies from sex trafficking. I know that you guys are partnering with Free and Project Rescue, same concept. We partner with Convoy of Hope. Convoy of Hope has, has quickly become the number one in the nation, okay? Even, be, even in front of the Red Cross, okay? Wow. When it comes to coming into these devastated areas that have been hit by disasters and providing relief, they are the number one relief organization in our nation and now they're moving globally okay speed of light purchases all their trucks so so you will never see a convoy of hope truck drive down the road without a speed of light logo and that's a represented that's a representation of the generosity of students given through speed of light then we're partnering with world serve which is clean water initiatives in africa and joey what's nuts about this and, and hopefully this gets some of your students excited you know, we're getting ready right now. It's the unconventional give day on June 30th. But for me, and if, if students, if you're watching this and you've heard me talk, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm futuristic. I'm always thinking ahead. Okay. So this is launching us into August to where we're, we're presenting to the nation, our new theme, unconventional dreams. Okay. And for me, while we launch that, we're also kicking off a partnership with water boys, which is a charity founded by a former NFL football player, Chris Long. And he now has NFL football players within that charity working toward providing clean water in East Africa. The partnership looks like this. We're launching it in August, guys, that we together 
students of the Assemblies of God, and NFL football players can provide 50,000 people clean water in East Africa within the next year. Okay, now let's put that to a dollar amount. That's for every $10 raised, we provide one individual clean water for life. Okay, come on, what's $10? So compassionate demonstration. And then we're looking business as missions. You know, many of you know Jamie Kemp. You, you know his heartbeat in Indonesia. Okay, Jamie Kemp's doing Kai Alpha, but off, off of his ministry, these missionaries are springing up, starting businesses that Speedlight's partnering with from the ground up. Okay, so Speedlight's also uh, paying for coffee machines, espresso machines and coffee shops. And we're looking into uh, partnering with hiking expeditions, missionaries who have gone into hard to reach areas and that's how they're spreading the gospel. Joey, you saw in Vietnam, that's a, that's a business as missions, Master's Cup Coffee House, okay? So there's so many unique things that we get to do under the covering of Speed the Light, but let's not neglect the fact of why we do it, okay? Because we don't do Speed the Light because we want to partner with projects and we want to partner with missionaries. We do Speed the Light because we truly desire to see the gospel of Jesus spread throughout the globe, okay? That's our number one priority. We need the gospel of Jesus to spread because only the gospel of Jesus and only the name of Jesus brings hope. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love that. You know, I think uh, one of the questions that can easily come up from people, uh, why now, right? Like we're in the middle of, of some serious issues that we're dealing with in our country and all across the world. And I love that you hit on the fact that, you know, if we wait for the perfect time, we're never going to do anything. Like, now is always going to be the perfect time. But I also love that, uh, you know, we can do multiple things. We don't have to only ever focus on just one thing. And I think what a lot of the protests and, and all this that's gone on recently has brought to light is the need for compassion for people, the need to make sure that we have a heart for black people, for brown people, for white people, for people in general. And I love that, you know, we didn't take our foot off the gas when it comes to making sure that uh, God's people are priority, that everyone has an opportunity and a right to hear the gospel, and we get an opportunity to do that. Yeah, and it's important to understand, Joey, none of this is new. Okay, yeah. the topic of racism, I mean, don't even get me started about how the Jews treated the Samaritans, okay? And Jesus broke down that barrier. I had a meeting yesterday with all the church ministries directors here in the building, and we were talking about this topic, and, and I'm so thankful because my parents taught me instead of responding with words of love, okay, respond with the actions of love. Yeah. Okay. That when you're showing people what it truly means to love, then, then love conquers are. Jesus led that. Okay. So be like Jesus in this situation. Don't be so quick to post. Don't be so quick to take pictures. Okay. Be like Jesus and Jesus, his last words, I say, man, I've been saying this since I took this position. His last words were simple. Okay go into all the world and preach the gospel, okay? He says in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, and you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the outermost parts of the earth. And yet here we say, we take those last words, we love the power of the Holy Spirit, but let's face it, many people aren't becoming witnesses sharing the gospel, okay? Yeah. That's why, for me, I'm so passionate about this. You know, I was on a call here, you know, you can watch it on Facebook right now with missionary Brian Burr. And Brian from Africa said these words. He said, our experiences in life is God's boot camp for us. Wow. Okay. It's, it's preparing us for what God has for us. Like right now, students, is, as you're going through the season, and I know it's difficult times there in Chicago. Okay. 
the experiences that you're going through right now, this is God's boot camp. What's he, what's he speaking to you during these times? For me, he's speaking to me in the same way that Paul spoke to the church of Corinth in Second Corinthians chapter 8. He uses this moment, okay, to point out the Macedonian church, Joey, to say to them, hey, listen, the Macedonians, they're, they're living in time of extreme poverty, and yet they're begging to be a part of God's work in Judea. Yeah. Okay, so this unconventional give day, people say, hey, what's, what's this about? Joey, you've been part of this process. I'm looking for a generation of students, Gen Z. You are the most creative. They're calling you publishers. Okay, you're passionate. I'm looking for your generation to step up to the plate and give simply because that's what God asked you to do. Okay, we have so many things that we give our lives to. What about giving your life to the gospel? What about allowing your resources to be his resources? Or better yet, allowing his resources that he gives to you and I to be his resources. Okay, right. instead we, we get these things and we want to hold on to it unless the project that we're given to is something that we agree with. Okay, that's baloney. Okay, we give because that's what God calls us to do. God was the extravagant giver. He, he came up with this philosophy first and given Jesus to you and I as the savior of the world. And because of that, we're called to give. We're not called to give because it's what Speed the Light does. We're not called to give because it's what Pastor Joey asked us. We're called to give because that's who God created us to be. Love it, bro. Love it. So uh, I've sat with you a, a million times. And uh, part of my favorite thing, and I know my wife's favorite thing, is to hear you tell us stories uh, of what God's been doing through Speed the Light. And I know you mentioned a lot of the organizations, but do you have any maybe specific stories, some stuff where I uh, think either you've heard or you've encountered yourself? So let me, let me give you a story of what excites me about this generation and some of the creativity they're coming up with in this season, and then give you some stories of what God is doing across the nation through Speed of Light, okay? Um, right now, here we are. Kids have been penned up at home for three, four months, and yet I hear reports of students branding cows for Speed the Light. Okay, unconventional. Again, let's, let's rewind, Joey, and go back to August of 2018. It was my first time ever speaking on the national stage, which, listen, it's overrated. It's really not a big deal. If you could preach to 10 students, you can, you can preach to 10,000. It really doesn't matter for me. The, the audience doesn't really dictate to me what the message is, okay? God laid upon my heart to challenge a generation of students for missions, not for money, but for missions, not, not to give out of their pocketbook, but to give their life to possibly go. So in that moment, to challenge this generation with that message, and then to have a young lady come to the altar and say, God gave me a word for the room, okay? And that word, it's longer than what I'm going to share with you, but it, she spoke to Gen Z, and she said, you are my unconventional generation with an unconventional anointing, okay? What does that mean, young person, as you're watching this, what does that mean to have an unconventional anointing? Is it possible that God is desiring to give you something that's never been dealt before, okay? That we're going to see something through your hands or through your ministry, okay, that we've never seen before? They're like, that's what I love about unconventional. And here we are, I'm hearing of students branding cows. Like, I never thought a kid would be branding cows for Speed the Light, okay? But then I'm, I'm playing Fortnite. I mean, like, it's crazy to me. I'm playing Fortnite, bro, and with a youth pastor in Louisiana, He's live streaming, and while we're talking about Speed the Light through his live stream, and while they're killing me over and over and over and over again on Fortnite, 
He says, oh, and by the way, we made $500 tonight for Speed of Light. I'm Come like, on. by playing video games? Like, no, seriously, bro, you made 500 by playing video games. It's unconventional, okay? But then I hear of what our missionaries are dreaming up across the globe, okay? These men and women, they're desiring to give up their life. And as we get to partner with them, like things that we never thought we'd be partnering, men and women that are coming out and they're saying, no, we need to, we need to teach English in this city, okay? The Dick Brogdons of the world that continue to wreck me, who, who say, hey, listen, like one of the neatest things right now, we're getting ready to partner, okay, with Dick Brogdon in uh, Saudi Arabia. Joey, they've come up with this notebook. Like, I wish I had one. Okay. I want one. Okay, it's a notebook to where it has the entire New Testament printed in it, but when you open it, it's just white pages. But when you put a black light over it, the gospel comes alive in front of you. Okay, this is the stuff that gets me going because, again, it's creati creativity. It's unconventional. What's un it's never been done before. So the conversations we're having now regarding Speed the Light, regarding this generation, regarding missions, if we truly believe God spoke that word over this generation, and I do, what are we going to do to lead it? Okay, and, and as leaders within Excel and as students, like, what are you going to do to lead? If you truly believe God spoke that word, then shouldn't we be doing things differently than the way we've always done them before? And, I, and, and, and for me, man, Joey, we need to get back to the grassroots. Okay. If anything, what COVID has taught us is people really do desire to do more of this, mm -hmm. to get together, to have the face-to-face -face interaction. It went from, oh, we want to know if you like our post, what kind of emoji you, you're putting up there, man i truly just long to see your face okay so and this is man i we're in apostolic times right now people want and desire a true move of the holy spirit in their life okay for me when it comes to missions missions is the heart of god why do i promote it so passionately because i cannot read acts chapter 1 verse 8 and think that it means something different than what it truly says that we will receive power. You know, we, we hear that. I'm, I'm getting on a soapbox, Joey. I'm sorry. Okay. We don't receive power in the Holy Spirit so we can speak in tongues, bro. Come on. Okay. We receive power that comes from the Holy Spirit to be witnesses. Jesus's last words, not mine. Okay. He wants you to do something with that power. Is it possible that God's calling you to do more than what you're doing? And for me, I think if, if I could just get in your pocket and to give you, get you to give up something that you hold so dear that you shouldn't be holding dear, but you hold it dear because you feel like you work so hard for it and ultimately God gave it to you to use for him, but we want to dictate how it's used. If, we, if you can give up that one thing, is it possible that you'll give up your life as well? Okay. I just came off a call with uh, Don Triplett from El Salvador, King's Castle. You know, if you've been watching the news, man, El, El Salvador has been rocked. Okay. And he just said, they're calling for, there's another storm coming in behind us. So that, you know, it's like the perfect storm there in El Salvador. You had, you, you had COVID hit. They weren't ready for that. Then you had the tropical storm come in, dump 19 inches of rain in 24 hours. Okay. Flooding all over the city. Like Don shared numbers of people dead. Okay. Basically if they can't work, they work to feed themselves that day. So there were, so people aren't able to work. So they're starving there. And then you got Don, who has this ginormous staff at King's Castle that he can no longer pay because groups aren't coming in. Missions teams aren't coming in. 
perfect storm, and yet Don Triplett still believes that God's calling them next year to lead a lead a uh, theme for King's Castle called All In. Mm-hmm. All In. Will you be all in with us? Man, that's what, it, when you lead with faith, favor follows, and I'm praying over the triplets believing that next year will be the greatest year that they've ever seen when it comes to teams and evangelism exploding on, in that country, okay? When the enemy likes to come against us when we're moving forward for, for uh, the kingdom of God, and that's what I look at, man. We launched the unconventional theme, Joey, unconventional give day. Um, we had great momentum for missions. Not, I, I, I want to be careful. Like, I, I need you guys to hear this. This isn't a speed of light thing for me. It's a missions thing. We had great momentum for missions. Our covering of that when it comes to student ministries is speed of light. Great momentum coming off of 2019. And then all of a sudden COVID hits, churches aren't meeting, people aren't promoting missions. And then all of a sudden numbers start to decrease and everyone's like, oh, what are we going to do? It's going to be a year decrease. Our missionaries start worrying. And I'm not the guy that's buying it. Okay. Micah McDonald said this, and I know you guys heard Micah at youth convention. Okay. Micah said, it's time for the church to stop giving out a surplus and give out a sacrifice. Well, okay. Joey, it was in your church. And I'm going to say this about, about Excel. You ready? This is coming back from the opening. Okay. I can remember being the DYD, Joey, and you and I having a conversation and you saying to me in regards to youth convention, what do you need for my students? Okay. Joey, I need your kids to leave. Remember that conversation? We put you right up front, okay? Because when I came to Excel, I saw DNA there that we needed to re- recreate in Illinois. I need you to lead. And students and leaders, man, you stepped up to the plate. You came to youth convention. You set the spiritual temperature in that room, okay? People are watching you. You may think of yourself as insignificant because you're in Chicago. Man, what God does when, with insignificant things. And I'm looking at you. Okay, Excel, this is a moment man, where I'm asking you, okay, lead a movement. Okay, we said it. For those of you that heard me speak, God's calling us that somebody gets to lead a movement. Why not us? Why not us? Why not us? Why not us? Okay, Joey, you said the words, and, and that video, man, continues to rock me as you're holding that baby in Vietnam. Okay, somebody should. Okay, we can't be here, but so, somebody should do it. Why shouldn't it be us? Okay, why shouldn't it be UXL? God's been equipping you and, and preparing you for this moment to lead in your city, in your state, and beyond. Okay? And it's unconventional. It's never been done. But is that correct? Because in 1944, God still used a generation of students to spark something that started a movement. Okay? And it was just a moment. It was just a moment, guys, that started a movement. And through that movement, $330 million was raised for speed the light more importantly than speed the light for the gospel of Jesus to be spread. Okay. I'm looking for this generation, Gen Z to step up to the plate on June 30th. Okay. It's a social media give day. People are like, do you really expect people to get on the social media and give a hundred dollars to speed the light just because you're asking them to No, I expect them to step up to the plate, get on the social media and give a hundred dollars because Jesus is the most important person in their life. Yeah. Okay. And if we could, if we could show the world that, okay. And man, I'm looking forward to that moment to where I get on there, Joey. And I say, Hey, my name's Eric Hoffman and I'm giving a hundred bucks to sweet light today. And here's why. And I'm calling out three people from across the nation and I'm going to call those names and I'm expecting you to get on immediately and get on this website and to give a hundred dollars because the church, his church deserves to be known on this earth. 
Okay. Why? Because Jesus died for us so all would know who he is. That's what drives me, Joey. You know, I think you're hitting the nail on the head, dude, because I'm seeing uh, the impact of social media right now with the situations that we're going through. I'm seeing the power behind it for good and bad. You know, I'm seeing what people are capable of doing when they gather together. And I'm just thinking, why don't our people do that? Why yeah. don't our people leverage their influence? Why don't our people uh, aren't willing to step up and say, hey, here's where I stand on this social issue, but here's where I stand on the gospel. Here's where I stand on believing people need an opportunity to say yes to Jesus. And I think this is one of those things where, you know, the world was, you know, recently, especially in Chicago, the world is demanding to know where you stand on certain topics. I believe the kingdom of God is demanding to know where you stand in regards to his calling and his purpose. And I think, you know, I hate that, that line I hear a lot of times, you know, I've done a lot of these camps and conventions and you'll often hear this question from kids. I just, I'm trying to figure out what my calling is. Like, what's my calling? And my thing is like, Listen, instead of trying to imagine this grand calling that you're imagining, which is usually a lot of times when they say calling, it's what platform am I going to have? You know, what's, what's the elevated status that God is calling me to? And I'm more thinking, what if your calling is to equip somebody else to have that platform? What if your calling is to be a sender and not, not necessarily the one who gets the limelight? And what if your calling is to just do your job right now? And so I worked at Target for a number of years management. And uh, one of the things we always said was uh, to any job, whatever we hired you for, you can be front of the house back. You could be working in the cafe area. You can be, you know, human resources, whatever. When we need people at the register, all of you are cashiers. From the top manager down, everybody had to be a cashier. Yeah. And I always think about that in the kingdom of God. I don't care what your calling in ministry is. You can be, you know, an evangelist, you can be a missionary, you can be in the nursery, you can be, you know, a writer, whatever it is. We are all called to spread the gospel. Everybody is called to the Great Commission. So we're all cashiers, right? We all got to step up when God calls us to it. And I love that. Um, I love that you didn't take your foot off the brake with it because it could have been easy for all of us to take the mindset of, hey, this is just going to be, you know, a done year. This is just, you know, we're just going to pack it in, you know, wrap up 2020, call it what it is and try again, 2021. Um, but those are just arbitrary dates, aren't they? Yeah. I, I mean, I guess what it comes down to Joey is um, what do we value more? Okay. I may take heat for this Ooh. and I'm good with that. Do we value more social injustices or do we value Jesus the savior? Yeah. Okay. And, and, that's where, for me, like, people are like, okay, which side of the line do you fall on? Okay, number one priority for me is Jesus. Okay, Holy. I'm going to pray. I'm going to love. Okay, are there social injustices? Absolutely, but there always has been. Yeah. Okay, there always has been. It hasn't changed. The gospel still needs to be presented, period. Okay, and, and for me, it's what I told my team here at AG Youth Ministries. We, we had a team meeting. And I said, guys, here's the deal. Okay, like I love that you're passionate about what's going on out there, but do you recognize that this same stuff has been going on in foreign countries across the globe every single day of your life since you've been born, but you've never even given it a second thought? Mm -hmm. Okay, like, yeah, sure, you're going you're gonna to scream and shout for what's going on outside your door, but what about the globe? Are they any less important? Okay, who's your neighbor? Answer that question. 
if you if you answer who Jesus says your neighbor is, then it's the person in your building, it's the person in your home, it's the person across the street, across your town, across your state border, and across the globe. Yeah. Okay. The priority is that they all get an opportunity to know who Jesus is. And I that, love it. man, that's what gets me flowing, Joey. That's what keeps me going. I'm not gonna pull back. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take take my foot off the gas pedal. Okay. For me, I'm looking at this, the time is to push now. Here, Micah McDonald say, you know, Micah said, this just may be a season to where we give out of sacrifice and not surplus. Yeah. We still have resources. God's people still have the resources. Are we going to allow those resources to flow through our hands so the gospel can be spread? Or are we going to allow the resources to flow to the cash register so we can receive the bread? Come on. Yeah. Okay. So it's just like, are we putting others first? Um, I love that you mentioned it too, because I don't think we have to pick one or the other. I think, you know, when it comes to injustice and the gospel, I think you said it right. It's priority. I think, you know, just thinking about COVID-19, right now we don't have the vaccine, but we treat the symptoms. And that's the best we can do. Whereas when it comes to all social injustices in the world, yes, we treat the symptoms, but we have the vaccine. We have the answer to all of social injustice when it comes to racial issues, when it comes to trafficking in the world, when it comes to, you know, hunger. I mean, all these are just horrible injustices that yes, we should address. You know, that's what we're doing when we provide for Convoy of Hope and Waterwell and all these organizations that are a part of establishing these movements. But if we don't handle, you know, if we just were comfortable with the symptoms and said, "Eh, let's not worry about the root issue. Let's not worry about the fact that Yes, we saved this life that's still going to hell, but we didn't worry about their hell. Like, this is where we need to make sure that heaven is an option for everyone and we continue to present it. And if you really care about the injustice, you'd also care about the root issue, which we all know is sin. Yep, that's it. And and that's what it all comes down to. It's what we keep saying. Hey, listen, this isn't, this, it, it is a sin issue. Okay, it's a sin issue. If you look at the darkness, if you look at the depression, if you look at the hopelessness, it's all a sin issue, okay? But it's always been there. COVID is not a new thing to God. God knew COVID was going to happen, okay? Rioting is not a new thing to God. Protesting is not a new concept. It's always been, okay? What isn't is a great representation of who Jesus is on this earth, okay? Gen Z, I'm looking at you. XL, I'm looking at you like... This is your moment to step up and be a representation who the world can follow. For me, the loudest voice in the room wins, period. And I choose to be loud for the gospel of Jesus being spread. Does that mean that I neglect and I don't care about what's going on outside my front door? Absolutely not, okay? But I care about him more. Amen. Okay? I care about him more. So my challenge to you is, this unconventional give day, here's my prayer for it, okay? I, t- I talked to our general superintendent, Doug Clay, yesterday, and uh, I said to Doug, I said, you want to know what me and the 12 Strong's praying for? He goes, what's that? I said, I'm praying that this generation of leaders will make a, de- a decision right now to give on June 30th in such a way to where generosity is seen across our globe and that news stations and news avenues start contacting you asking you what's going on within the Assemblies of God because they've never seen a movement of generosity like this before, okay? So I challenge you as you're watching this, make a choice now 
to make a commitment on June 30th to get onto your social network, okay, to give generously to Speed Light. But more importantly than Speed Light, guys, this is about giving so the gospel of Jesus can be spread. I know in your district, Chris Stanley's rocking it. DYD, love Chris and Christina. They, they're doing clean water initiatives in Africa. You're giving toward clean water, okay? So make a decision to get onto the social network that day and tell the world that you're giving a set amount. I, I encourage you, 100 bucks is not much, okay? Give $100 to Speedlight. Tell them why you're doing it and already have a conversation with the three people that God's putting on your heart to challenge to do the same, okay? If, Joey, if it's just me and I challenge three people and those people challenge three people and those, and we recreate that nine times, bro, that's over $10 million raised in one day. Yep. We don't all have to do something great, but we all have to do something. Yep. Okay. That's our responsibility. It's our opportunity. Now's the time to where we need to step up and show the world that his church is something different than what they've perceived in the past. Amen. Hey, let's, uh, let's wrap up this last few minutes with, uh, talking details about June 30th. So yeah. um, uh, it's, it's, we're, it's starting now, obviously. We've been pushing out the, the social media stuff, trying to bring awareness. But I think there's some important points we need to make sure we clarify. All the giving will be done on June 30th. Yep. So they don't give to me. They don't give uh, to you directly. They give to the online format that will be live June 30th. Is that correct? Yeah, and here's why that's important, Joey. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this up. So we have this graphic right here. Okay. So what that is, is through that giving platform that, that we're going to have linked to that day. Once you go through the steps, okay, number one, we can track giving all day long. We're going to be giving highlights over the social network of how much has come in throughout the day. Number two, once you complete your transaction, okay, your, your donation to, to Speedlight that day, it's going to come, come up with a thank you for donating to Speedlight with that graphic. You're going to be able to take that graphic and copy and paste that as your new profile pic on either your Insta or your Facebook. Okay. Can you imagine what it would look like if all throughout the day profile pics are changing to contagious? I gave yep. speed light hashtag unconventional. And again, this is just the setup for what's coming guys. I, I truly do believe that because God's orchestrating uh, partnerships even beyond our wildest dreams. That's why God laid out this theme unconventional give you some insight it's unconventional now unconventional dreams will launch in august of this year unconventional speech will launch august of next year and then we're going to follow up with unconventional action what's the action guys it should be harder for us to stay put than it should be harder for us to stay at home than to say yes to going okay we were designed to spread the gospel that's who we are okay if we can't do it by something simple like giving online to something that we believe in then how are we ever going to give up our lives and go? My heart is that millionaires, okay, this is what I'm praying, okay, because you guys know, if you, if you heard me speak in Illinois, I believe God laid upon my heart that we would see $100 million raised in 2020, okay? I'm still holding on, I'm still holding on to the, the fact that I heard from God. Could it be that, that someone could hear your testimony of why you're giving to the speed of light who's a friend of a friend of a friend and they watch it and then they, they give money. So the gospel of Jesus can be spread. That someone who doesn't even follow Jesus or love Jesus gives this day. And you may think that's absolutely insane, but that's exactly what's happening right now with NFL football players. Yep. Okay. That's, that's what's happening with NBA basketball players. 
I have a meeting, Joey, on Thursday with a professional soccer player. Okay. Looks. Like, it, it's just craziness. I'm like, I'm a redneck hick from Pennsylvania. What, God, what do you have me being a part of these meetings for? Okay. Ready? Yep. Remember this. When you lead with faith, favor follows. Amen. Okay. I, I, man, I, I believe for way too long. Okay. There's been men and women leading and they mistake their faith, faithfulness with faith. Okay. There's a lot of faithful people out there. God's looking for a generation to lead with faith, believing that when they dream big dreams, he desires to see it happen. That means that you may have to work for it. You may have to sacrifice for it. But if it's God, he desires for it to happen. Okay. Allow, allow him to work through you. Be the conduit of generosity that will bring hope to the hopeless and the light to the darkness. Okay. Lead the state of Illinois in a missions movement like they've never seen before. Okay. Don't be intimidated because you're in the city or you don't have it. If you have passion, you have more than what most pastors have. Mm -hmm. okay. I, I, don't know I don't know who's going to see this, Joey. I could get in trouble for saying that. But truth be told, come on. So I know you got to get ready to go to your next Zoom call. So let me wrap this up by just saying uh, Excel June 30th. This is our goal. Uh, personally, I want to challenge you to give what you would have gave anyways uh, in regards to Breakaway. We didn't get a chance to go to Spring Breakaway this year. Your registration was $100. Would you be willing to do that same thing? You were going to have an encounter with God that weekend. Would you be willing to give $100 so that somebody else can have an encounter with God? Now, listen, that's just the goal. You might do way more than that. My wife and I set the goal of $100. We're almost at $400, and we haven't really gotten started. And so, like Eric said, if you lead in faith, favor will come, and God will open doors, and God will show you what he's capable of doing, but you got to be willing to take the next step. So we want to challenge you. Do what you got to do. Even for those of you who are like, well, Pedro, I wasn't going to – give, I was going to ask for a scholarship. You could still ask for a scholarship, work for it, like do things, uh, ask for opportunities, talk to people, figure out creative, unconventional ways, like what we've been talking about to raise money and see what God can do through that. And again, God looks at the heart more than anything else. If you can say with everything that you gave it your all, that you gave God your heart, no matter what the amount of money is, God will be pleased with you. And yeah. so I would encourage you guys, be faithful, be bold, be unconventional in all that God is calling us to do. And our goal on June 30th, we've been talking about this in our inner circle with Eric. We want to tear down the server, right? We want to blow that server up because we flooded it so much that we crashed the speed, the light server. So help me be destructive. Help me do what God has called us to do and be a part of a movement that is happening all across this country. And so, Eric, I'm going to ask you if you could just close this out in prayer uh, as we get ready to wrap this up. Yeah. Father, right now, I thank you for Pastor Joey and Cicely, God, for XL Youth Ministries, uh, God, for the leadership, God, of the church and of the students. And, Lord, we believe that you have called them for such a time as this. Yeah. God, so many times we look around and we see hopelessness, we see darkness, but, God, you have called us to be hope and light because that's what your son Jesus was for us. God, and I pray that you would stretch students and leaders like they've never been stretched before. God, that even as they watch us, that they would begin to dream of a number that they're to give that day and they would step out in faith. God, knowing that through you, the impossible can happen. And I celebrate ahead of time, knowing that you will use this one moment, God, the unconventional give day to launch a movement that will be talked about for centuries to come if you wait 
in your return to us. Father, we thank you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Love you, brother. Appreciate you being on this. Thanks, Joey. Appreciate you.